Tuesday show. You are listening to the goddamn Dave Hill show on WFMU. Now on a flipping Monday. I don't know if I'm doing it right, Janet. I don't know if I'm doing it right, Janet. What you talking about, Willis? You noticed folks you notice how this what this show is like it, this is not a show this is called a bacchanal an orgy of talent then an orgy of talent 
Hotel. Oh, hi. Before I get into things, you just heard Boris the Statement. And before that, what did I play? Oh, of course, the Jacksons with Lovely One. And before that, of course. A little song called Angel Witch by a band called Angel Witch from an album called Angel Witch. All of which, thank you, can only mean one thing. Hello, and welcome to the Goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU with me, Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland, problem tanner and chairman of the Guy Lafleur Fan Club West Memphis Chapter. Hi, how are you? I'm glorious. Thank you so much for asking. And thank you for joining me once again for the Goddamn Dave Hill Show coming to you live each and every Monday night within reason from 9 p.m. to midnight, which is to say the The witching witching hour. From right here in Tastefully Lit, Studio A here at WFMU, home of the hits. Located right, oh jeez, in the frosty bosom of beautiful downtown Jersey City, New Jersey. Land of dreams. Anyway, as always, we have a gravity-defyingly good program in store for you tonight. My friends... And Falling Stars, a great band from Cleveland, Ohio. They're going to be here with me live in studio a little later, playing in the popular stripped-down format. As always, that that's going to be a little later. That's like a 10 o'clock hour at some point. Um, as always, I encourage you to go to the chat room at WFMU.org. We're right now... Sexy singles are chatting away about everything and nothing at all. Dennis D. Moore Guinness, P90, Stephen Radford, All Out Scott, Just Some Dude, Medicine, DC, and the list goes on and on. Go there, get a fun name for yourself, fun screen name. I mean, clearly, Lilith21 is in there. So many fine folks. Um, Get in there and chat with them. And uh, it just makes for an even more incredible listening experience. You can follow me on Twitter, at Mr. Dave Hill. That's at Mr. Dave Hill. Tweet at me during the show. Uh... It'll give me validation of some sort. I'll tweet back. It'll be great for everybody. For more information on me, Dave Hill mentioned earlier, go to my popular website on the internet at DaveHillOnline.com and you can uh, find out when I'm coming to your town and would like to stay on your couch and rifle through your things. 
and more, and much, much more. Rate and review the show on iTunes, five stars or one star, nothing in between. I read them during the uh, the several hours of the day I sit around in my underwear, just checking to see if anyone's, you know, rated and reviewed the show. Just, you know, I, things are really bad with me, and uh, it really mean a lot. Anyway, uh, there I have no one to answer the phones with me tonight. Uh, James Fernandez, a.k.a. Des, the pride of Montclair, is, um, he's in, he's in bad shape. I'm not going to lie to you. No, uh, he's, uh, recovering from a botched cosmetic procedure. Uh, I think he'll be back in action soon enough, so I'm not too worried. Danny D, um, you know, all you can do is try and hope for the best. Uh, he's on house arrest again. My lovely and talented secretary, Machine Feinberg, out raising human baby. It's been going on for years now at this point. So I'm here alone. The number is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. Um, when you call, though, I'll just put you on hold right away. Because uh, I don't have anyone to screen the calls tonight, so you'll just be thrown on hold, and then I'll grab you when it's then when it works for me. Dave Hill from before. There's some calls on hold already that I'm going to get to any second now. Before I do that, I wanted to say thank you to Jen B from Pittsburgh who sent me a lovely package. She writes, "Wait a minute, I'm just re- rereading the note." I guess it was hi all, like, hi James and Danny and everyone else who didn't show up tonight. Um, but she writes, hi all, thanks for the good times, I love your show, enjoy, Jen B. from Pittsburgh. And there's a box full of candy bars, chocolate, which is a kind of candy. Um, and they're massive, like the biggest chocolate bars I've ever seen. I I gotta be honest. They're massive. And, uh... And I would share them. But I'm the only one here, so I'm gonna take them home and, uh, eat them alone. In the dark while crying. But thank you, Jen. And that reminds me, actually, um... I'm not gonna get into specifics about it because it would be a conflict of interest, but I did tweet out recently... That if you paid paid me X amount, I'm not going to say the amount, or even my PayPal address. Uh, and I said I would send you a naked drawing of myself on the Titanic. Uh, for those of you that uh, went ahead with all that, the drawings are coming. Just give me time. I'm just one guy. Jesus. What else did I want to say? Okay, I'm going to grab the phone here in a second. So much to talk about. I need to... I have the official details on the goddamn Dave Hill show, art show. And I'm going to get into all that. Let's just get into it. I'll grab these calls in a second. The date, as I think I mentioned, is Saturday, April 14th. That's Saturday, April 14th. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. 
April 14th. Um, April 14th. I probably should have done the, done it like Saturday, 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 and then April 14th, so you could tell. Um, anyway, the art show. I spoke with station manager Ken last week. It was we had an official phone call. Accomplished a lot on this call. Um, and so the details are Saturday, April 14th. If you want to come in from Australia, Cambodia. Or even Akron. Wherever you're thinking of coming from. I hope you can make it. It's going to be fun. Um, and the art show, as you know, anybody who fancies themselves an artist, um, preferably you are an artist. Let's just say that. Um, it, you can send, you can contribute any art you want that is somehow related to the show or inspired by the show however tangential and uh, vague it doesn't you know whatever you want it doesn't have to be a portrait of me it should be a portrait of Ing Dave or um, your mind's eye image of what Don from Union Beach looks like whatever you want it can be anything it can be Des made out of macaroni that's what I'm working on. So there would be two of them if you did that too. Anyway, any and all art inspired in whatever way, uh, in whatever medium, uh, any inspired by the show, please do not ship anything in a poster tube. That's the one thing I have to say. Ship things flat. I mean, I guess you could if you had to do it in a poster tube, but try not to. Ship things flat here to the station. The address is on the website at WFMU.org. Um, and it's going to be fun. There's going to be some entertainment. I will do some entertaining and hosting. Going to have some uh, comedians. DJ Bill Dolan, the pride of Hoboken. Ing Dave ripping solos in a monk costume that I have yet to buy him. Um, there's going to be a... Anyway... Silent auction. There will be a live auction as well. And uh, all proceeds from the art will go to keep this incredible station up and running. Um, and I'm going to put I'm gonna put all this in writing and, and articulate it more clearly uh, on the internet website of WFMU.org and also on the Facebook page for this program. So... Um, and I haven't slept in five days, which is why I'm a little scattered right now. Just returned from Quebec City, where I was fighting crime. Anyway, um, oh, the other thing, there is no maximum amount of art. Uh, originally I was thinking, like, oh, don't submit too much, but go nuts. However much you want to submit. Um, just, just do your best. My dad used to tell me that every day before I went to school. He said, do your best, son. Or he might have said, Dave, I don't know. But, uh, so I impart that same message to you. Uh, you know, don't, don't draw a picture of me with your own feces. I mean, do it, just don't send it here. But, um, anyway, do your best. Send it. And come, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna get loose. But more details to come. But, uh, hopefully I've answered some of your questions. More to come. The number here is 201-209-9368. Let's see. 
Who's on hold now? Oh, jeez. Sorry, who's calling? How noisy was that? Yes, that was pretty noisy, but in a way that, uh, you know, I could, I, I don't think I'll tire of anytime soon. Who, who's calling? Is this Ing Dave, the pride of Bensonhurst? It's the flight of Bensonhurst. The flight of, what does that even mean? Well, I'm not high yet, but you want me to get high? You want me to use my bubbler and hear it? Sure, what the heck? I mean, I'm not... I'm not I, Sounds like an appeasement. I'm not encouraging or discouraging anybody from doing anything. Else. Oh, yeah. Well, you know I'm going to do it anyway. Well, this is kind of the perfect time, because I have the reggae jams going. Oh, that's the perfect time. Here we go. Wait, what are you smoking? It's called Sour Diesel. What's it called? Sour Diesel. As in diesel fuel. <laughs> oh, wild. What is that, the street name? That's the, the name of the strain. Who named it that? That's a good question. I should find that out. Probably some guy from the streets. And some guy growing it and got wasted. Wait, so you're currently on pot? Oh, just now, yeah. This is wild. So grown up. Yep, it's, it's coming up fast. Are you going to come to the art show? Do I have a choice? No. Then you shouldn't ask. Well, yeah, you're coming. Even you're, if I don't have a choice, you're gonna yeah. Be, you're going to be like a performance art installation where you... You're, Make noise. No, you rip solos, but it's going to be in a soundproof closet. And, and people get in the closet with you for seven minutes. Seven Sounds minutes. like seven minutes in heaven, but this would be in hell. Yeah, basically, that, I didn't want to say it, but yeah, that's, that's basically it. Well, I concur with you with that. Uh, where is the Mercury Lounge? Because I heard you're going to be there tomorrow night. Oh, I'm glad you asked. It's on um, Houston, over there on Houston. As we say up in the north, but down south, it's Houston. Yeah, yeah, it's Houston. It's spelled the same way. Are you going to be there? Are you going to come? If I could get a lift, I don't think anybody's uh, volunteering. If anyone wants to come pick up uh, Ing Dave and Bensonhurst... Uh, I know you got listeners in Bensonhurst, but they're they're not driving here quickly, or at all. Why not? Because they haven't before. It just seems weird that they went in. Seems weird to you, not to me. What's what's that supposed to mean? It's uh, self-deprecating. Oh come on! <laughs> you don't why, know me by now. Why don't you just wait over two years already? Why don't you? Let yourself be the champion that, that you know you are, that we all know you are. Just stop well, fighting it. The problem is, is, is I was instead of am. What do you mean you were? 
Yeah, I have to admit, I was, I was really good on the guitar. Oh, stop being self-deprecating. It's a waste of time. I'm not as good as I used to be because I have arthritis. Oh, you didn't like that too much. Well, I don't like it either. It sounded sweet to me. I played you the tape a couple of years ago and you flipped out. You and uh, Tom Sharpling was there. Call back and play the tape. I don't know where the hell it is now. I don't listen to myself. You don't remember it? Uh... Yeah, it's all I talk about at home. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, you talk to Lucy about it. Mm-hmm. The dog that solves crimes. Oh, Scott, what I was going to say now, because uh, you, you gave me permission to get stoned on the air. It's okay. Just be free. There's no well, judgments here. Not free, here. but cheap. There's some judgments here, just not that much, I should say. There, there definitely is some. I'm not judging you. No, I'm not saying you. No one's judging you. I no mean, one. Some people are. Some people okay, are. Okay, let's be honest. Just most aren't. That's good. I like a majority behind me. Well, not literally behind me. What's that supposed to mean? Yeah, figuratively or metaphorically behind me. All right. Okay, Dave. I have a, I have a lot to. Are you so? Seventy-eight calls on hold. I have seventy-eight call. Roughly seventy-eight calls on hold. <laughs> Can you call back in 20 minutes? This is important. I'll do the uh, stoned station ID, and I won't screw it up like last week. Yeah, I was enraged. I'm sure you got over it quick, though. No, still upset. Okay, I'll redeem myself at the top of the hour. We'll see. (laughs) Okay, speak to you later. All right, talk to you in 20 minutes. Yes, bye. All right. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show. To a, to a point, you may not be listening that closely. The number here is 201-209-9368. Let's see who else is on hold. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, Dave. Hi, who's calling? Uh, this is Scott from Mastic Beach. Oh, Mastic Beach. Where is that? I mean, I know. Eastern. I just want to hear you say it. Eastern. Eastern Long Island. Eastern, oh, beautiful this time of year. Oh, yeah, You're, you just got out of uh, prison. I did. I mean, that doesn't define you, but just it's a mnemonic device that I use. Sure. It, it, it is, uh, it's one of those, uh, it is kind of a defining moment. <laughs> well, it's an exciting time. Sure is. Um, thank you for calling, and uh, I, I thought, it, yeah, I had, once you said Long Island, I was like, oh, yeah. Um, no, I got. I, uh, I uh, last week you were talking about prison lingo. And oh yeah. I, I came up with a story to show you what prison lingo is. Oh, if this you're is. Interested. Am I interested? <laughs> Please. All right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the story. Just to <laughs> now, just can just to add to anyone we missed missed last week because we I, it'll seem like we're just glossing over. You just got out of Otisville prison. Yes. How recently? Uh, December twenty-first. I got out. Oh, that yeah, that, I knew it's, that is really that is really recent. Yeah, less than a month. How are you enjoying life on the outside? Is that the right lingo? I'm um, sure. Uh, 
yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic. I don't uh, I don't have to be on the count. What does that uh, mean? No, uh, about six or seven times a day, they count everybody, and uh, so at six o'clock in the morning, you got to stand up by your bed and be counted, and then at eleven o'clock, you got to be there and be counted, and then at three fifteen, you got to be counted, and then at five fifteen, and you get the idea. Well, no. Well, I'm. I'm well, first of all, why are they waking you up at six in the morning? Is it? It's bad enough that you're in prison, but then they got to make sure we're we're still there. I know, but what can't they wait till a reasonable hour, like nine thirty or something? You would think, but uh, no, they uh, we could start it early around there. And then I, I went to I left for work at seven o'clock in the morning. And then when did you get back? Uh, I got back around one, two o'clock. So I was taking care of the horses. So oh, that's pretty gotta, cool. Yeah, it was great. That that must have given you some sort of. Uh, Enjoyment, I I would think. Oh, they were, they, yeah, they had nine horses, and they were like my best friends. They were Wait, great. Why, they, why are there horses in prison? It's is that for the guards <laughs> to ride around? Uh, yeah, they the yeah they're the border patrol. Oh, really? Yeah, they they ride around the fence. You know, just in case somebody wants to make a break for it, they're ready to go. Do you, now, do you get to ride the horses when you take care of them, or you just feed them and brush them and such? I couldn't possibly admit to actually riding a horse to get somebody in trouble. Between but I you, might have. okay. I think you answered my question. <laughs> yeah, if I rode a horse, somebody could lose their job. Man, all right. So you didn't ride a horse. Not officially. Not officially. <laughs> I'm winking and making all sorts of. Uh, exactly. Wait. So. Yep. And then, but and then, and then, why? No, so they check you six o'clock, eleven o'clock, three fifteen, which is a real curveball. Yeah, and then five again, five two 15? hours later. Yeah, why did they do that? I I don't know. I you know there are so many things that just make no sense whatsoever in there. But uh, you know, I guess for security purposes, they got to do it. Okay, so but I you you. You have a story that you were going to tell me to help me learn prison lingo. Sure. Uh, okay. I was in the yard one day getting money by the bar, and uh, a little YG came up. And he was pushing sticks. Now, uh, he was pushing sticks for bricks, and I was, you know, a little tapped at the time, so I asked to see the stuff. Turned out it was backyard bunk, so I, uh, I told him I'd throw him a pouch. So I put the stick to the head, and uh, I went back to get that money. Okay, now now will you translate what you just said? <laughs> sure. Uh, okay. Uh, I was in the yard getting money wait, at the bar. Wait, so... Which means I was you in the yard doing pull-ups. Getting money? At, oh, really? Getting getting money is working out. Oh, so really? If you, if you say, I'm going to go to the yard to get some money, that means you're going to go work out. Did you work out a lot in prison? Absolutely, yeah. I would be so ripped if I were in prison, you wouldn't even believe it. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I took it pretty serious. I, uh, I had fun with it. Okay, so pretty good shape. Get, so I'm getting. I, I did. I was doing the pull-ups at the bar, okay. and uh, a little YG came pulling up. He was pushing sticks for bricks. A little YG. YG means young gangster, uh, and he was pushing sticks for bricks, which means he was selling. 
weed for packs of cigarettes. Sticks being the weed, bricks Got are the packs of cigarettes. Now, I was kind of tapped. I didn't have money at the time, so I wanted to check it first. Uh, so uh, I checked it out. It was backyard bunk. Turns out it was garbage. It wasn't very good. Uh, so uh, I told him I'd throw him a pouch. A pouch is just the, the rolling tobacco. Uh, he said, all right, I put it to the head, means I smoked it, and then I went back to get that money, uh, and then we're back to getting that money. You don't get that money in the yard because getting that money is when you um, pleasure yourself, I guess. I had a I don't feeling. Know what I'm allowed to you, say. Yeah, no, you that you cannot. That's fine to say. Okay. Wait, so so when that I, that's what I thought when you said that you went to the bathroom to get that money. That means you're you're uh, masturbating, which I think I can say. Yeah, that's why you don't want to do that in the yard. It would be pretty embarrassing. Well, yeah, but what a power move that would be, though, to just be like, well, that guy doesn't, doesn't oh, care yeah, about you'd, anything. Oh, yeah, they'd be talking about you for days. If, uh, yeah, that's you'd, be, a, you'd be famous. You'd be as they carted you off to the uh, to the box. Yeah. Oh, oh, Anything. yeah. It's a violation, yeah, be, I imagine. And that would be pretty bad, too. Like, you'd, you'd probably end up with a with a sex charge, and then you'd have to do the... They'd have that on your record. You know oh, that. no thanks. Yeah. In the box, that's solitary. I know that. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's when they put you in a little cell. It's about five by eight uh, with a bed and a toilet. And, uh, yeah, you're in there. You're in there 23 hours a day. You get one hour to go out into the yard... And the yard is like maybe uh, a ten foot by ten foot square that you can like just hang out in. I would just be doing push-ups and stuff. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Man, yeah, there is nothing to do. I mean, there, I, I've heard of guys spending years living like that. That's horrible. Cause that that must that would mess yeah. with your mind. Sure. Absolutely. I heard it's bad for your vision too. Like your eyes go bad because when you're in solitary, like you never get the opportunity to to, to look very far. So your eyes just can't. They don't. They don't work anymore. I could believe that. That's what. Uh, uh, another thing. Another thing that it works on is your memory. Um, when I before I got locked up, I remembered everything: streets, phone numbers, people, faces. Uh, three years in, I couldn't even remember people that I used to hang out with regularly. Why is that, do you think? Um, sensory deprivation. Um, there's no posters. There's, you know, there's no decorations. Everything is like one color. And uh, there, there is very little to do. Uh, so, and everybody is the same. Everybody is allowed the same stuff. Uh, you wear the same clothes. Uh, you eat the same meals, uh, commissary is the same time, you know, everything is the same all the time. So there really is no diversity to challenge your mind to, you know, there's no reason for your memory. Everything yeah. happens on time when it's supposed to happen, and uh, mm-hmm. you don't have to remember anything. Wow. And now, can you can you read and write as much as you want in prison? Yeah, uh, I was, I, I literally, in the, in the 10 years, I probably read about 1,200 novels. Oh, wow. 
I literally everything by Stephen King, everything by John Grisham, everything by David Baldacci. Every like, there's a lot of authors where I've read all of their books. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's good for that at least. Sure. But it's probably the trade-off. Probably isn't worth it. No, I'd much rather be able to look up stuff on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. How are you enjoying the internet? Um, it, it, it's. Uh, I am so glad that I got that. Like when I ordered my phone, she asked me, "Do you want the protective case?" And I said, "Well, is that like if I get mad and want to throw it through the wall?" She says, "Yeah." I said, "Yeah, give me that." Uh, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's probably saved my phone's life at this point. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that that's anybody. You don't have to have been in prison for that to be the case. I recommend everyone get a case for their phone. Well, before before I got locked up, like the thing was like pocket dialing. You know, your phone would dial somebody's number, and then they'd be in your pocket listening to your conversation as you're driving down the road in the car. Now my phone is, like, shopping without me even there. Like, things are happening on that. Like, I'm pushing buttons, and it's doing stuff. Like, I didn't tell you to do that, dude. And uh, Yeah, well, you got to lock it before you put it in your pocket. I didn't intend for that to rhyme, but here we are. Wait, you can lock it? Your phone, yeah. What kind of phone do you have? Uh, LG. Yeah, just there's got to be a thing where it locks so you don't, you know, start... Shut it off. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. Wow. We're going to... So, yeah. Well, I learned... What Uh, do they... What about a blanket party? Is Is that lingo? Prison lingo? Um, That's you know, it, certain locations have certain things. Um, the uh, yeah, when when somebody messes up, um, like let's say uh, let's say okay, two guys decide to fight in the day room. Well, what happens is they take both of those guys and they go to the box, but then they'll lock the house down for a week, and there'll be no TV, no kitchen. So somebody else's mistake will cost the whole house. Oh. And if somebody's doing, you know, if somebody's continuously doing something that's going to jeopardize the the security of the house, then you got to have uh, a blanket party. Yeah, exactly. Some guys will get together and give that person a little bit of a tune-up. But the blanket party, if I'm not mistaken, you throw a blanket on someone. And then everyone beats on them, but they can't see their attackers. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's really negative. I'm not saying it's... That's, I just. Uh, that's not very common anymore. Uh, I'd be doing it all the time. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I'd be gentle if, in uh, prison. You know, there were a lot of people deserved it, but... Uh, I, we had a guy, right before I left, there, the, the two guys were arguing over the, the TV... And so the solution, one of the guys, he yanked the cable out of the TV. Like out and of the wall or the back of the TV? He yanked the cable out of the back of the TV. Oh, so it's broken. Okay. Right. Oh, that and, guy's getting you know, a blanket party. Yeah, he, he needed, you know. So then uh, a guy, one of the guys in the house, he, he fixed it. You know, he was pretty handy. Sure. He fixed it. He got it to work. A couple days later, the same guy... The same two guys are arguing over the TV again, so he yanks it out again. 
this time pretty much finishing, you know, finishing it off. Now it's unrepairable. So we're without a TV now for five days. And the guy that ripped the cord out of the TV, he actually filed a grievance to the facility complaining that we don't have a TV. This guy sounds like a real piece of work. Yeah. Yes. It's, uh, yeah, that was, uh, and you know, you know, it's unfortunate because, okay, now he can get away with that because if we do anything, now we get in trouble. Oh, and at the, at the end of the day, it's our families that pay the price, so. And then, now, how do you guys decide what, because the, the, you say you have one TV per floor or or something? One, one TV per house, yeah. And then, Somehow, so you, some places have two TVs per house. There'll be a sports TV and then a, a show and movie TV. I did, um, I did a couple shows, comedy shows at Sing Sing Prison. Mm-hmm. Popular prison, and uh, uh, Car- yeah, Carnegie Hall goes in there too. What's that mean? Um, Carnegie Hall, they uh, they they have like a a music program. Oh yeah, yeah. You mean literally Carnegie Hall? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They do. Um, yep. But I went in there, and they were saying that the most this is a few years ago, the most popular show at the time was Two and a Half Men. In, at Sing Sing it was the only show that they could all agree that, that that's what they wanted to watch. <laughs> what a it's testament to great, great sitcom writing, I guess. Um, sure. But yeah, they they said the guys were saying they can only agree on sports and two and a half men, and and if it's not one of those things, then everyone freaks yeah, out. Yeah, it, it it is like. It, You'll hear you, one one guy will say, "Oh, they watch the same movies all the time. Oh, haven't they seen Spider-Man four hundred times yet?" And then the next day he'll be watching Iron Man. Like, dude, we, you know, yes, we watch movies over and over and over. It's what we have. Yeah. Uh, but you know, everybody, uh, it's when, when you're reduced to barely anything. I I call it a fishbowl society. It's. Uh, it's a picture of a goldfish bowl with fifty goldfish in it. Mm-hmm. They 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 all kind of look alike. They all really have nothing, and they all just swim around bumping into each other. And uh, that's uh, that's what it's like in there. And, and you know the complaints happen. Uh, I tried not to because you know it's uh, well it it was prison. It sure. wasn't uh, Club Med, so uh, it's supposed to be not fun. And uh, you know, you, you make it what it is. Now, do you find now since you've been out let, just a few weeks, do you find that like comes like six o'clock in the morning, eleven o'clock, that you're like, oh man, I gotta get back to uh, be ready. Like, is it you're just so? You, it must be weird to be to not have to do that anymore. Actually, I I lost it. Literally three minutes out of out of the place. Like, oh wow! Gone from my life. Yeah. I stand corrected. <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's like a really bad splinter. Once <laughs> it's out, that's it. It's gone. That's true. That's a good uh, good way to look at it. Now, what? Have, let me ask you this. I I pulled up some uh, some prison slang. Tell me if these are okay. things. Dan dance on the blacktop. Dance on the blacktop. I guess uh, that's uh. That would be fighting. 
says here to get stabbed. But this is okay, a website. Yeah. Who are you going to trust? The guy that just got oh, out of prison yeah. or the website? I'm going to go with you. It's, it, it depends on what facility you're at, what state you're in. Uh, but, it all, you know, that, that all pretty much means the same thing. You know, there are, there are some facilities a fight means with your hands. There are mm -hmm. other facilities that a fight means, like, two guys, two can tops in each hand, and they're just cutting away until nobody can move anymore. Like a can top? You mean like the top of a soup can? Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, I was in the yard, I was in the yard one day, and this guy, we're, we're sitting at the table. This guy comes walking over to us. He's like, hey, guys, man, do, yo, does my face look bad? I turn around to look at this guy, and his cheek... He had gotten hit in the side of his face from his eye to his to his jawbone. His cheek was hanging off the side of his face. I, it took me a second to figure out what it was that I was looking at. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. You're like, yeah, that's bad, man. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, because I just got into a fight. i got to figure out how to get back to the dorm because now this guy had to walk past cops. And, you know, some, he wanted to, like, get back to his dorm and try and put his face back together with nobody finding out. Like, uh, you got your work cut out for you, buddy, because uh, that's pretty bad. It was obnoxious. Oh. Wait, why wouldn't he want it? Oh, because he'd get in trouble then. Exactly. Then you go to the box. Oh, man. <laughs> the more I hear about prison, the more I I don't like it. It seems no good. It's not fun. It, is it does not, not sound fun. fun. <laughs> man. There's a reason why you don't want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Now I'm, I'm looking at more, uh, what about, uh, three knee deep, is that anything? Three knee deep? Yeah, it says to stab someone so that they're injured but not killed, usually as a warning. You know, like you could fill okay. a, yeah. a, a pillowcase with oranges. Right. And that's just. A, yeah, that, that's something in the maxes. That's that's to send a message without yeah. like you know like I said you know you want to you want to hurt somebody but you don't want to get caught so you don't want to give them a wound that they're going to have to go to the hospital for. Oh yeah. Just something just something for them to think about at night while they're trying to sleep. Oh man. Did you ever see that movie Bad Boys with Sean Penn? It's not the Martin Lawrence vehicle. It was like from a long time. It was one of his early movies, but it's like more about a juvenile hall, I think. And okay. the one, this guy's like, oh man, these, he thought these other guys were after him. So he goes and he buys, he goes and buys a bunch of like soda pop cans and uh, puts them in a suit, in a pillowcase. And then. They come and then he smacks them in the face with the. I I don't know if that really happens. It was a pretty good movie. Oh yeah, we I had don't a, know. We had a guy one night. Um, we were playing poker and uh, this new guy came to our floor. This big muscly guy uh, who was you know super tough in his in his own mind. And uh, so he he comes onto the poker table and. You know, it's a really good idea if you're going to bet with money to actually have it at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he's betting, he's betting, he's betting, and he's losing. Uh, and he's assuring us, yeah, I got it, yeah, I got it, yeah, I got it. Don't you know who I am? I got it. Well, at the end of the night, he didn't have it. Oh, boy. And uh, and so um, 
we had him meet with one of the guys down the end of the hallway, and the deal was that if he didn't like, if they didn't, if they didn't settle things, um, then when he came out of the room, then we were going to do just that. We were we were all standing in the hallways in our door in the doorways with uh, with cans and the pillowcases ready to. Oh, so you know this move? Absolutely. Oh, it's a classic then. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's a defining moment. Oh man! Now, is it possible to just go? Because I'm more of a non-confrontational type. Can you go to prison and just kind of like stay out of you know not not get in a situations like that? Yes, you can. Uh, and there's a most guys do that. Uh, I. Uh, I like to live a little bit on the edge. Uh, I'm, I'm a wild guy myself. Sure, you're listening to this show. I mean, come on. Sure, absolutely. So, uh, you know, playing playing poker, gambling—that's one of the. There, they they say there's there's the G's, gangs, gays, gambling. You got to watch out because if you do any of those, then you're putting yourself out there for for violence. Um, really? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, a gang's gangs is self-explanatory. If you're in a gang and they say you must fight, well, that's it. You must fight. Oh, that sucks. Um, gays, you know, there are people that don't like that, and so, and you know, when wherever you're put in there, that's where you have to be. And if there's somebody that doesn't like you because of that, then you have a problem. Mm-hmm. And then gambling, of course, if you uh, if you gamble and you don't have money, then somebody might want to take it out of you. Next thing you know, they're throwing you a blanket party. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. But there is, you know, there's lots to keep you busy. Um, over at Otisville, I was in the band. Wait, the, and, there... Uh, that took up most of my time. What sort of band? Like a marching band or like a rock band? Uh, we were kind of like a rock band. I mean, we did, uh... We did George Benson. We did, uh... We did um, Sly and the Family Stone. We did. Uh, well, you played um, the prison band. Played George Benson. Yeah, isn't we had that this just guy, asking uh, for we had trouble? This guy who was amazing on guitar. Whoa! Uh, he's the type of guy like, hey, can you play that? And he's like, oh, this you're talking about? And he would just play it like he's uh, he was phenomenal. This guy's been playing forty years. Um, he, he's from Guyana. He worked with uh, with Eddie Grant in his studio. Oh wow! Yeah. That's what. Wait. So, what instrument do you play? Uh, I predominantly keyboard um, and bass. Uh, I can do guitar a little bit. I have really huge hands, so I'm better suited for bass. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've been playing keyboard since I was a kid. Um, I play bass, and then I can play guitar too. But uh, now, in the in the facility band, though, I was the sound engineer because. Everybody could play the instruments, but nobody had to set, knew how to set up the sound. So by default, I was the only one that knew how to do it, so I ended up being the sound engineer. Wow. So wait, so where do you guys get... Do you, do you guys make a run to Guitar Center or something? How do you get the <laughs> instruments? Uh, a lot of our instruments came from other facilities. Um, we got a lot of instruments from Sing Sing. Uh, oh, okay. From um, when they closed Mid-Orange... Uh, we got all of their instruments. Um, some outside organizations will donate stuff if we need it. 
Um, guitar strings were pretty much on our own. Got to buy those. You're Where allowed to, if you have a guitar, you're allowed to get a set of guitar strings for your guitar and then keep one in the package room in case you break a string. Oh, yeah, because you couldn't have one, like, because you can make a weapon out of it, right? Right, yeah. yeah. That's like when I, when, I, when I went to Sing Sing, they were like, I was getting all my stuff together to leave, and they're like, do you have everything? And I was like, yeah, I think so. And then they, the, the, the correction so officers... Yeah, they were like, they're like, no, seriously, like anything you leave behind will be used to stab someone at some <laughs> point. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Man. Yeah, they're pretty serious about that. We had uh, we had an outside group, uh, a, a chorus, a church chorus that would come in, and uh, I did the sound for them uh, when they came in, and uh, they like I had to go up on stage and then stay in my seat at the soundboard the whole time that they were there performing and there was like there, there was an officer that was watching me pretty much the whole time like you know making sure that I didn't like pass anything to them they pass anything to me then when the show was over nobody moves they have to get escorted out all their all their equipment gets packed up then they get escorted out then all the inmates leave then I get searched <laughs> wow it's a whole thing yeah Wow. What what is the most surprising thing, uh, you know, something you could tell us that we wouldn't ex- expect, like, uh, like oh, actually, there's really great brownies in prison, which probably there aren't. Just, you know, um, something. I'll tell you, man, the, uh, uh, yeah, some of the, some of the food, uh, some guys get pretty creative. Um, the, uh, uh. I I cooked a meal this summer. I, I was allowed to have a garden, and uh, I grew squash, zucchini, tomatoes, onions, peppers, um, and I was able to cook uh, spaghetti sauce with all of that. I made the sauce out of fresh tomatoes, and then uh, onions, peppers, uh, fresh garlic, uh, basil that I grew, um, Oh my gosh! Sparks, all that, this is right out of Goodfellas. That over pasta. It was amazing. How did you cook the pasta and like a? Well, uh, we have uh, we have stoves. Oh really? Stoves, refrigerators. Yeah. In yeah. in your room, in your cell, or, or your? Do you have? You don't have in cell. The, in, do you have like the? Basically, what we have is like cabins. They're like big office. Like it's like a house. Uh, and then the whole inside is just divided up like into office cubes. Oh, like in uh, like on Orange Is the New Black. Did you ever see that I never show? Saw it. It's not very good. I mean, it's not bad. It's about a women's prison. Right. It's on Netflix. It doesn't seem that realistic to me. Probably but, not, because I'll tell you what. It it is so. I wish I had taken better notes. I kept a journal of, of every day I wrote down what I did, but I wish I took more careful notes of all the funny things that people said and people did. Uh, it was outrageous. Uh, you, you can't make up what, what these people are saying or what they do or the things they make. It's, uh, what do you mean? Um, well, like last week you were talking about the Fifi's. 
Um, oh yeah. The things the things that what Kaiser will actually make for for this. Um, the uh, the things that guys are willing to fight over. Um, dude, you ripped a page in my magazine. Like, no, it was like that when I got it. No, dude, you ripped it. This is, dude, it's only an inch tear, man. Yeah, so it wasn't like that when you when I gave it to you. Well, I'm sorry. No, you gotta you gotta pay me for this now. Like, <laughs> and that could escalate to a stabbing. Sounds like real diva behavior. As, yeah, like I, like I said, going back, it, when you have nothing, you protect everything you have yeah. with your life. I'd probably a real be a real keep to myself kind of guy in prison. That's the best way to do it. Either that, or I would just be ruling everybody. I can't decide. Probably the first <laughs> one. I don't know. It, you know, if you if you're truthful, uh, you know, if you're honest about everything, and you don't uh, you don't try and uh, be something you're not, you'll probably have no problem whatsoever. Mm-hmm. All right. Once once you start acting, you know, like, no, dude, that's not you. Now, now people want to like put you in check. Man, oh man, I g- I gotta do the station ID real quick. Can you hang on, Scott? Sure. Let let me see. Is this when I think Ing Dave was gonna call back and do it? But you're listening to the goddamn Dave Phil show on WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City. And Rockin' Connie at 91.9 FM and online worldwide at WFMU.org. Um, wow. Well, this is, uh, this is, this, I have so many more questions. Uh-huh. I don't know where to start. Are you, you're well, probably getting annoyed with all my questions. Not at all. Not at all. Um, I, uh, I could call back next week if you want, or I can call back in 20 minutes, uh, either way. Um, yeah, call back in 20 minutes, and then th- this is what, I'm being serious, so I mean, sometimes when I tell people to call back in 20 minutes, I don't mean it. Um, right. This is what we want to do. Let's, okay. you call back, and then in the meantime, if anyone, maybe maybe some of the listeners have some questions, if you don't mind. I don't mind at all. I, you know, if, if you're like, Dave, enough already. Um, yeah, no, this is, I, I know this is like the kind of thing where like, if you've never been there, it's a whole area of life that's like, wow, what is that? And, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I mean, I've, I, I, I've been in a few prisons, there. but not, I've never been in any prison for more than a few hours. So, it's very different. It's an intense environment. It is. Yeah. Um, and I, well, anyway. But yeah, call, for, for real, though, call back in 20 minutes, and in the meantime, if other listeners, uh, you don't have any questions? Maybe maybe they could send them, and and I can ask them, or, or maybe I put. Uh, well, okay, we'll I'll, yeah, I'll but flip co- through the uh, I'll flip through the message board. Yeah, yeah. So have, uh, people go in the, in the message board and uh, post some questions there, and then um, yeah, that would that would be interesting. So yeah, so just call back in a little bit. That would be great, Scott. You got it. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. Take care, Dave. Right, bye bye. The number here. It's 201-209-9368. We've been talking with Scott, now of Long Island, formerly of Otisville, but he'll call back in a little bit. Let's see who this is. Maybe this is Ing Dave. Hello, you're on the air. I'm sorry, who's calling? Yeah, I was supposed to do it. Yeah. 
the ID. <laughs> do you want to do it now? Yeah, why not? i got to redeem myself from last week. Come on. WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, 91.9 in Rockland County in New York City. And we're caught in the matrix, within the matrix, at WFMU.org. Well, you're really stoned now, aren't you? You're right. I really am. I mean, I think we all hear the difference. I'm pretty wasted now. It's wild. <laughs> Do you have any questions for Scott, uh, who recently got out of prison? Oh, you don't want my questions. Sure I do. <laughs> you think you do, but if I say him, well, I'm not going to ask him that. Well, ask him whatever you want. Nah. I'm taking a shower and all that stuff with a bunch of guys. Okay, when, when Scott calls, calls back, I'll ask him. Actually, Scott, call back sooner because I don't want, uh, I don't want the band to show up right in the middle of when you're calling. So call back a little sooner and then we'll, we'll ask that. Let's keep that on the list. Um, that, that's about the same thing as what athletes do, don't you? What are you talking about? Uh, take a shower with a bunch of guys. Hang on a second. Wait. Hang on. Okay. Wait. Uh, athletes take a shower with it? Yeah, but uh, you know, athletes don't trade each other for a carton of cigarettes. Yeah, I get that. I don't think. They might. <laughs> Who knows? Well, oh, boy. It's not really what I wanted to know. It's just, it pops up. No pun intended. <laughs> no, there was a pun intended. Um, wow, this is, uh, <laughs> is that is that your only question for Scott? Uh, yeah. <laughs> How is it? In prison, jeez, I, I can't imagine that. That's not, that's just, that's a, a, sort of a general question. That one pops up first. How was it in prison? How'd you get through it? Besides reading a lot, which, you know, I would do. Yep. But I probably wouldn't get the opportunity a lot of the time. Why not? You know, Innuendo implied there. What, I don't get it. Oh, you mean because you'd be masturbating all the time? I wish I'd have the privacy for that. You gotta go to the bathroom. He just told. Don't even been listening to the show. Of course he could. Oh boy. <laughs> I just want to know how it is to avoid the sausage party. These see these are all questions when when Scott calls back. Are well, you writing them down? Um, well, no, I just remember remember them. Okay, I think he's calling back now. Can can I grab him, Ing Dave? Can you call back in twenty minutes? Fine. I don't get. I'm not getting bad. All right. Whatever you say goes. All right. Thank you, Ing Dave. Talk to you in okay, twenty minutes. Bye. Bye. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Hey, it's Dave from before. Hi, Dave. This isn't this is Scott. Ingrid in Manhattan. Ingrid in Manhattan. I have a question for Scott. Oh, excellent. What is it? Um, well, I read on the internet that 
ramen noodles are like a source of currency in prison. Oh, I re- I heard that too. And and I want to know if Scott has like a good like like prison ramen like recipe. A, oh, that's a really good question. I'd heard that too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's a good question. Well, yeah. I'll ask him that. I yeah, think you should he, write that down. Okay, that's perfect. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay. Bye. Thanks a lot, Ingrid. 201-209-9368. Let's see. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Dave. Hey, is this is this Jimmy, the pride of Carney? Hey, how you doing, man? Oh. Un- a resident, not the pride. Gosh, stop but... undermining yourself. Well, just accept the compliment. Thank you. I'm, I am grateful that you... Um, you know, I don't have to redeem myself with you, but, you know. I mean, ev- eventually, sure. But um, <clears throat> uh, I, w- I want to wish that gentleman all the best of luck. Sure. In yeah. his, he Absolutely. seems like a very interesting, uh, you know, uh, man, a very good rock and tour. Yeah. And uh, I had one question, because I represented several guys on appeal, that had done some really horrible things. And I usually didn't have to meet with them unless they requested it. And some guys did request it. And, um, well, if you were, if you were my lawyer, I'd be at requesting to meet in person all the time. Uh, thank you. It's very kind, but I would go down, you know, with my blue pinstripe suit and my tie and everything and say, you know, well, I think there's a couple of errors that were, you know, trial errors that are appealable error that your attorney preserved by objecting or going to sidebar. And, you know, I would go through the legal things of what I saw myself, and then he might say, you know, I'd like to submit a brief myself. I'd say, no problem, as long as we're on the same page. That rarely happened, but it does happen. But I never asked the guy about this, any of my clients about this urban legend I think it's an urban legend. I hope it is. I hope it's not true. And I don't know if the gentleman could shed light on it. I'm going to use the term sexual assault uh, to cover, you know, what could happen to you if you go in to prison by other guys. But I heard in order to avoid that, Mm -hmm. I heard this rumor that, heard on the radio a couple of times and I heard it outside a couple of times and I heard that what you're supposed to do is the first day in you pick out someone you know that you, you you're pretty sure you can beat the hell out of and then beat the hell out of them and then allegedly they're not going to mess with you sexually I think that's a horrible horrible thing I mean you're starting off really in a karmic debt in prison uh, not to mention that you've got the whole administrative thing. I mean, they can give you time while you're in prison for violation of rules. So it doesn't seem like, okay, guys are going to stay away from you, but how much extra time do they tack on? And is it really a thing? Do, do people do that? I'm hoping it's an urban legend because I personally don't think people should be sent to prison to be tortured by each other. You know what I mean? Well, I'll I'll ask him now. Okay, but, but yeah, I I heard something similar. Like in prison, you go, you just walk in, and you just find the biggest guy in there and just punch him in the face, and then 
Yeah, or the smallest guy and beat the living crap out of him. But, you know, that's not the way to, I mean, you know, my blood pressure would be pretty high, I think, just going in. What is but he... after I beat the living daylights out of someone, even if I could, I'm not going to sleep too well. You know, even if they're giving me benzos or something. What you if... know what I mean? What what if you what if you just hurt someone's feelings? Uh, I guess I could do that. I could put on a um, game face and say, "Go home and feel your mother," or something like that. I would like to see that. Yeah, but uh, I'd have to be ready though then to put my hands up, right? Because you know, you say that to somebody on the street, you're going to get smacked around. You say it in prison, I'm pretty sure you're going to take an elbow to the head minimum. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. But um, I'm looking forward to the art show. I don't have much to look forward to in my life, but I am looking forward to the art show. Well, if uh, you're going to look forward to one, but you have plenty to look forward to in your no, life. No, no, I am looking forward to, well, one thing that I was thinking about is if they put me in prison, they would not have to give me Saltpeter or Depo Provera because, you know, I'm out and about with attractive women all the time and my head turns, but everything else doesn't move. You know what I'm saying? Nothing to be I, proud of. I just, think, yeah. Just reality. You know, I have to see the urologist. But, you know, uh, sure. things will work out eventually, I think. I have every uh, faith. Every I faith could make a splint out of popsicle, popsicle sticks, maybe, or something. But, um, wow. Yeah, there's this kid right down I the street done here. That. I wore my goddamn Dave Hill t shirt, and um, he's like can't be more than 20 21 he's got a skateboard he's got a sleeve tattoo on his left arm sounds like he rules oh and he, he goes he goes oh fmu you know and he, and he sees the dave hill t-shirt i go yeah man so i think he might listen in because i'm walking by and he goes i'm heavily influenced by andres serrano and i'd like to do obama phone dipped in urine and i said what and then he just like went into the hall like, I, and I was I couldn't do any follow up, and I'm like, this has to be something with the art show, and I can't figure out his politics. I mean, he doesn't seem like he's alt right or some fascist kid, but he doesn't strike me as a uh, dogmatic Marxist either. But uh, I myself am very I like the bluntness of Andres Serrano's uh, symbolic work. He did uh, piss Christ. Yes, I didn't want to use the more, um, I know we're in safe harbor, but I didn't want to use the more graphic. I think I actually can. prefer it's a the title. Of I prefer Christ dipped in urine because it's also descriptive of, to me, what Serrano was trying to say was look at what society has done to this guy's legacy. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Sure. That's my take on it. Of course, people could have other takes. I'd love to sit around and discuss it with Danny Hellman, uh, Dave B., Morgan, and Heath, and any number of people, what they think of that particular <clears throat> piece well, of demonstrative you, you art, can do for, it for at, lack of... At the arts show, April 14th. Yeah, yeah, I would like to... I mean, no matter what happens, I, I even though I'm not... I used to draw when I was a kid. My mother used to say, sit down and watch TV and draw... You know, so I would sit down and draw. And I was fairly talented, but I never really stayed with it. And um, I was thinking maybe I could do some performance art stuff. Like maybe you could put a, 
I a basketball backboard in, and I could try to do layups. I Because I did that as a 15-year-old in high school, and half <laughs> the gym class had to be hospitalized for nausea. You know, because it just it was not graceful at all, but it made okay. them feel something. Okay. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Let me say. <laughs> In the realm of performance art, you know what I'm saying? Okay, this is official. I'm going to okay. do everything in my power to get a backboard in here. But I can't do layups. I got to let you know, I'm horrible at layups. I'm just... I kind of had a feeling that's where this was headed. Yeah, no, because all Jimmy. through grammar school, I was either four foot and change or five foot one, maybe. Would you? And be... I, was, I was always picked last for basketball. And, you know, fast breaks. I mean, who, why would I want to increase my cardiovascular ability to make a bigger moron out of myself? You know what I'm saying? It's the age-old question. Yeah, I mean, I was picked for soccer, uh, you know, stickball, softball, kickball. Never got picked for base, basketball, you know. That's surprising to me. Now... Um, well, we're gonna we're gonna make it happen at the art show April fourteenth, the goddamn okay. Hill show, art show. More official details gonna well, be posted. You got to run it by ten because there might have to be some kind of liability insurance we'll thing. Just, we'll just have you, you know. sign a waiver, and if you get yeah. injured, if I tear be... a ligament, uh, you know. Yeah, that. Just... I would I would get myself really taped up well for it actually. Oh, I would insist. Um, yeah. Now, um, but. And, of course, subject to change, there's a lot of months to go. Right, right. Um, some sure. better idea might come up. I, d I doubt it, but, but yeah, I'm open to the pot. But that's, I don't think you can beat you uh, in basketball attire, which I would insist upon. Uh, oh, no, that could layups. induce nausea right off the bat. <laughs> you, want, you want to talk about Bill Clinton's thighs running to McDonald's? Listen... I, I mean, my me in a in a in a basketball uniform is going to make people. It's going to definitely induce nausea. Just let me have this one. All right. Hey, um, Jimmy. You know, as anyone who's listened to the show yeah. is well aware, you you know you have the voice of an angel, and uh, oh, you're too kind. It would be a shame to have you have you on the phone right now, and not to at least get a few bars of something, you know, before. Before you have to go, is there any chance you'd favor us with Yeah, I kind of feel inspired by the gentleman, and um, I did, I think, give a few bars of it. I'm a big fan of the man because he was a big-hearted guy, and he was always politically kind of a lefty and those things, and he could still be respected. Sure. Johnny Cash. Yeah. And he also, like you, performed in various prisons. So mm -hmm. I just want to do a, I'll put the phone out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I bet there's rich folks eating in a fancy dining car. They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars. But I know I had it coming. I know I can't be free. Because those people keep a moving. And that's what tortures. <laughs> oh, we lost him. Uh, Jimmy, I'm sorry. I'm not sure what's going on with the phones here. But, uh... If you can hear me, uh, please call back. Uh, that that was something. 201-209-9368 is the number here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show. That's 201-209-9368. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, Dave. Scott. Oh, it's Scott. I'm sorry. I've had you on hold for a bit there. I didn't okay. realize. 
Um, so a few questions have come in on the, on the air for you, as you probably heard, and then yes. I'm guessing you saw some in the chat rooms. Uh, what yes. what do you have for us? Do, do, okay, I'm going to start with my my favorite one so far, the uh, ramen recipe, because uh, that was one of my go-to meals. Um, I I I had two different ones that were so simple and pretty fantastic. Well, first, uh, first, is it true in prison that ramen is like currency, right? Is that accurate? Sure. Yes. Um, well, any anything that you have in there can be used as currency. Interesting. Clothes, stamps, cigarettes, uh-huh. uh, food, pepperoni. Pepperoni. Uh, well, yeah. It's uh, yeah, you know, whatever whatever you have, uh, if somebody else wants it, uh, you know. It, it can be used as currency because we don't have any money. There is no cash, so uh, there's everything no is, everything is barter. Oh, but do, do people know, I, carry? If ca- I have a if I have a tape that you want, I might sell it to you for ten stamps. What ca- what tape are we talking about? Um, well, I see. I we were allowed twenty five tapes. Um, I had about a hundred and twenty. How did you uh, mean? Ca- you're talking about cassette tapes for music? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, and I'm like a, I'm a music junkie, so I had all kinds of stuff. I mean, I had Sade, I had Marilyn Manson, I had it, all kinds of techno, trance, um, I, I had classic rock, hard rock, all, all kinds of stuff. Can and then I, there's a, there's a service, there's a guy who was actually, you send him a list of songs and he would put them on a tape for you and send it in. Oh, like a mixtape? Yep. A guy on the outside? And how yeah. would he just do it for for to to be nice, or would you have to send him ramen or something? Um, well, we have money in our account, so we oh. can fill out a disbursement and you know money, commissary money. We can send him a you know disbursement. The the facility cuts him a check. Send twenty two songs for fifteen bucks. Really? That's how much he would charge? Yep. Oh my gosh! I would have done it for less. Is it too late to get in on this? Uh, no, there's always a shortage of guys making good tapes. Oh, can you imagine the stone cold jams I would be putting on mixtape? I would be like the most popular mixtape guy in prison. Sure. I mean, it. Anyway, well, I'm busy enough already. <laughs> um, well, wait, um, so. Yeah, the, the, uh, the, the ramen recipes. Um, I would, uh, there, there was two. Uh, one was chicken, one was tuna. Um, the chicken soup, I would use a chicken ramen. I would use a vegetable ramen. Then um, one pouch of mixed vegetables and one pouch of chunk chicken. Put that together and make a chicken soup. Wait, where do you get the chunk chicken? Uh, from commissary. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah, know all, they had all, Pretty much everything is available on commissary uh some of the stuff is package only like if uh, I, I used to cook my spaghetti sauce with diced tomatoes mom would have to send me the diced tomatoes blocks oh, of wow. cheddar cheese that would have to come from the outside but then but once, we did have shredded mozzarella but when if someone found out you had a block of cheese wouldn't they try to stab you or something i know well, i well, would they might offer me a bunch of stamps for it though oh okay that would or, be the, you know the the the, the, the they would hey listen I got a box of rice and uh, I got some vegetables let's uh, let's cook something together 
uh, but, he who has the good food always has lots of friends. Oh, okay. So that's probably a good way to yeah to stay out of trouble. Um, yeah, you know, if you have if you have a lot of stuff, then you'll be able to do more, and those that can do more have more friends. Gotcha. Okay, so and then did we did we talk about the orange the the orange juice and bread wine? Um, yeah, we we talked uh, about that before, right? We, we we glanced over that. I mean, there a lot of guys make that stuff. Um, it's it's difficult to make because uh, you got to let it set up for days, and it starts to smell after a while, and that smell is a dead giveaway. Oh, you get busted. Yeah, and see what happens is if you're the guy making the stuff and you get the house shut down, now you're a bad guy. Oh, man. Yeah, then you set yourself up for getting beat up. There's just no winning in prison, it sounds like. You got to be good. You got to be slick. It's. Uh, yeah. I, I thought just because I, I, I thought because I was smart that when I got in there right away, I was going to do something. And I found out right quick that I had a lot to learn. It took me... Like, after my first year, I realized, wow, I have a lot to learn. After three years, now I could see I could see the difference between guys that have been in there for 20 years and then the guys that were just coming up. It's like, okay, I see with the new guys. I remember when I was like that. Then after being in there for 10 years, I had a lot of respect for guys that have 20 years' time, and I saw the new guys and the mistakes that they were making saying, yep, you've got a lot to learn. It's... Uh, uh, you know, there, there's a way to move. Um, what Jimmy was talking about with uh, with the um, earning respect up front, um, there's two ways to go. If somebody, if, if people know that you're, like, if I push up on you and you're going to punch me in the face. Now, push I up, really, what does that mean? You, you're walking up to someone being like, hey, um, give me yeah, your ramen. You know, if I, like, if you're sitting down, okay, uh, let's let's say that, I, you know that I'm not going to fight. I just, I'm not going to fight. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. I'm a sissy. So I'm sitting there watching TV, and you decide that you want to watch something on TV. You know that you're willing to fight, so you can walk up, grab the remote, and change the channel and put what you want on. Because you know that I'm not going to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm in the kitchen and I'm cooking and you want to use the stove, uh, hey, dude, I'm going to cook now. So move, because you know that I'm not going to do anything about it. And so if, uh, if when push comes to shove, if you back down, that's it. Now, that, now you're labeled. Now you're one of those guys that's going to back down. But if somebody, you know, walks in a TV room and just changes the channel, you get up, you punch them in the face. Uh, now that's it. Now, now, now you don't have to worry. Word is going to spread. I mean, it, if you're on one side of New York State in a prison, people in prison on the other side of the state know that that happened. Really? It's a yeah. It's it, it, I mean, not literally uh, like immediately, but like if I'm in Otisville and I transfer over to like Lakeview over on the other side of the state, when I get there, my reputation comes with me. Because there are guys. They'll be like guys that. are always moving around from facility to facility. And they bring the stories with them. Oh yeah, I know, I I know that guy over there. He was over there. Yeah, he gets busy. He'll put that work in. And it'll be like, be like, hey, just, just take it from me. If he says he wants to watch the Steve Harvey show, let him. Exactly. That sort of thing. Now, if if I if God forbid, 
uh, well, I'm in I'm in prison, and a guy is watching a t- TV show, and I walk in, and uh, everyone's like, "Oh my God, here comes Dave! Well, he's probably gonna kill everybody." But uh, and I change the channel, then the guy that let me change the channel and didn't do anything is he then my bitch? Pretty much. He's yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. All right. So, which leads me to my so is so is it is it a good idea or not though to just just punch the biggest guy? No, that's a bad idea. That's a bad uh, idea. Yeah. So, Jimmy, um, if you're listening, don't do that. No, uh, um, that's you know, it, it, what that is is hypothetical. Um, uh, when you get in there, um, your your attitude from the get go is important. Because, like, if you go in there and you if you try and run the show right quick, you're going to get into a fight because whoever does run the show is not going to want you to take over, and so they're going to put it on you. But what does put it on you mean? To, to beat the crap out of them? Give it right back. Now you'll have that respect, and that'll carry with you. Okay. But you don't. That's not even necessary because if you go in and you're if you if you work with people, because nobody wants to be there, nobody wants to be locked up. So, uh, if you uh, if you're cordial to people and polite to people, uh, yet firm, you know, say what you mean and mean what you say, and but you're nice about it. Uh, that's you'll earn respect. You know, don't mess with that guy. He's a nice guy. He he says what he means. He means what he says. He's he's good to go. You know, if he wants to watch TV, you know, if it's not important, let him. You don't necessarily have to be a badass. You can be a good guy. Mm-hmm. So be because like, a good hey, guy, yeah, a good guy is rare. Um, there was a there was a day in uh, when I was at my last facility. Um, I had I, I I lost a lot of money on the poker table. And in, in three nights, I literally lost close to $1,000. Now, that's, that's deadly money in, in prison. And when the guys that I owed the money to, they approached me and they said, what are you going to do? Because usually people would sign in at a, at a point like that to PC, like, I need help. i got to get out of here. What, what does that mean? I'm going to get PC is protective custody. Oh. So if, like, if, if you owe me $1,000, um, I need to collect that. Because if I don't collect that, then I become soft. And if you don't pay it, then, then you know, your stock goes up. But I wanted to pay my debt. So I told these guys, I'm going to pay it off. And I did pay it off. Because I ended up paying that debt off, uh, my stock went way up. Uh, and there was a day when I was walking the yard with, uh, there was three gangs in that, in that jail. And I was walking with, they, they had problems because somebody had brought something to the jail that all three of them wanted. All three gangs. The, yeah, all, what three, are the... all three of the gangs wanted it. They, a whole bunch of drugs came into the facility. Oh. And they all wanted to get their hands in it so they could make money. What are the and gangs, was, na- what are their names that can you say? Well, there were the Bloods, the, the Latin Kings, uh, and uh, and the um, the Dirty Dogs, which were the... Uh, that's like a prison branch of the outlaws. What are the outlaws? Uh, that's like a motorcycle. 
Oh, but you, know, you get the Hell's Angels, the Outlaws, the Biker Gang. But the out the Outlaws, they're kind of chumps, aren't they? I would never say that. Well, guess who just did? <laughs> oh man, I'm in trouble uh, now, aren't I? <laughs> I didn't say Probably. that. Oh man, Sheesh. this is the last thing I need to have the Outlaws after me. I take it back, Outlaws. That's only yeah. They're they're they're, they're you know. Uh, Everybody in in the gang is a badass, um, and every gang is. You know, it's just that it's a you know it's a safety and numbers kind of thing. Uh, when a whole bunch of people get together for a single cause, it makes that cause so much better. Um, and you know, it, it, by their weight, these three gangs were able to do a lot. Anybody who was in one of these gangs, um, you know, if you're in a gang um, and you're in a in a house. And one guy wants to fight you. You don't get to fight that one guy. You have to fight all of his gang members too. Oh man! Unless, of course, you ask permission for a fair fight with the guy. So it's you know you get elevated status. Well, when they were having this problem, they asked me to get in because I was able to show more money than was involved in these drugs, and I'm I'm a neutral party. So I'm walking the yard with these. The three heads of the, 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 these gangs, and we're trying to figure out how to uh, how to make this work for everybody. Later, the officers pulled me aside, like Carbo said, "What are you doing? What are you what are you, what are you doing with those guys? Like, what, what, what are you into now? What's uh, what's going on?" And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. We were just walking, buddy. But, oh uh, man, that's, know, that's because because I did the right thing, you know. Um, I, I, ten years. I didn't get into one fight. That's I, got, I have one guy slapped me, but it was uh, I held back. I didn't fight him because I knew that he was misinformed. The reason he slapped me was the wrong reason, and so I didn't want to fight this guy based upon something that was wrong. So we ended up settling that, and and we were cool from there on. Did you say, excuse um, me, sir? There's been a misunderstanding. That's pretty much how it went down. Yeah, you were cordial with him. That one. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't jump on him right there. He he left, and then uh, I went to his room. I shut the door behind us, and I said, "Okay, we need to talk about this because do you know? You know, I I had done something, and he thought that I was doing. I, I was picking on somebody. Meanwhile, that person was just way out of line, and you know, he got it that I was picking on a little guy." And so he stood up for the little guy, but he didn't realize that the little guy needed to be put in his place. Man, Nobody oh man. told him that. Well, it's a good so, thing my gang, the Ram, ramen boys, weren't in that prison. Hey, if you get a lot of ramen, you'll have a lot of friends. The ramen There's boys. That's the worst. Soup. Now, do you think I'm? Do I are the? Am I on, on the wrong side of the outlaws now? No. Okay. No, absolutely not. I don't need the heat right now. Okay, good. No, you got to do a little bit more than that. Than, uh, oh, good. Than they don't just listen to freeform radio and. <laughs> oh. Well, even if they're listening, I, you know, they've been called worse. Oh, good. So, well, there's people know, in the in the message board now who are saying the outlaws are after me, which is a great rumor to start. <laughs> sure, that could get publicity. I just don't need channel, the channel two news. I don't need the he right now. No. It's the last thing I need. 
No, it's a, it's not even mid-January yet. No. Wait till spring till a motorcycle gang is after me. Uh, yeah. By then I'll have I will have the ramen boys. The ramen boys will be organized by then. I got your back. Oh, thanks. I got your back. I'll help you put an army together. We got this. The ramen boys. It's going to rule. Yeah, I mean, if you get, you know, if you get 20 ramen soups every time you go to commissary, which they're, they're 20 cents on commissary, like 17, 18, or 19 cents, depending on which kind you get. But a whole bunch of those, there's always somebody hungry looking for a soup. And, you know, you can always, you know, hey, listen, I'll give you a couple soups, but you got to make sure that, uh, you know, when that guy comes around, I need you to just come over here, just, you know, be my buddy for a little while. And throw a, let's throw a blanket party for him. Exactly. We're going to do this. Two, two ramen soups and you're in on my blanket party, lady buddy. We got to get some cool no cool jackets for the ramen boys. <laughs> like maybe vests and then it says ramen boys on the back, but it's spelled out in like the noodles. I'm just thinking out loud. Spicy chicken. We got to be spicy chicken. Well, that could be, everyone could have like a different nickname. Spicy chicken. Oh, ki- vegetable. Kimchi boy. All the different. If anyone wants to get to work on a logo for the Ramen Boys immediately, I'm not against it. April 14th. Yeah. I I would love to see a few Ramen Boys logos. That would be pretty sweet. Are you going to come to the art show? Uh, I'm going to ask parole. I do want to go, yes. Uh, I got to get permission, though, for anything that I want to do. Oh, my gosh. Like that. Yeah, but you know what? Though? I'm, I, I have a uh, there's there's four levels one two three and four uh, for parole. One being the most severe, four being the the least, the easiest, and I'm a level four, so uh, they're uh, they're pretty. Accomplished. Well, that could all change pretty fast once you join the Ramen Boys. If they hear about that, let's keep that on the hush hush. Yeah, all right, I can do that. Yeah. All right, well, well, Scott, this has been. Uh, uh, well, we didn't ask, though. Ing Dave had a question. I don't know if you heard Ing Dave's question. I didn't hear his question. His question was like the usual uh, the thing that everyone wonders about prison, whether uh, the whole don't drop the soap thing and all that. You know, it, the shower's a funny thing. Uh, it, don't get me started. It's, uh, yeah, there, it used to be, it, times have changed. It used to be where guys would go in there, they'd be naked, they shower. Now you wear your underwear when you shower. Um, so basically, my whole yeah. high school experience. <laughs> Just yeah, you, you you want to be covered up, um, you know, for for religious re- reasons, um, you know, for 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 of course sexual reasons. Um, and you know, just courtesy. You know, it, not everybody wants to see everybody else's business. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's not that serious. Um, now it depends on what type of prison you're in. There's there's minimum, medium, and maximum security. And then even in the different um, in within maximum, within medium, uh, there's different levels. And like there there's a prison called a supermax, uh, <laughs> which is you know basically everybody that's in a supermax is either a badass or they're never going home. Or they might and, just be a ramen boy. Or the ramen boys. Yes, I was getting to that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, some guy who's got 300 to life bids, well, that guy is never going to see the light of day. 
So it doesn't matter what he does, his prison experience, they can't make it any worse for him. He's never going home. So if he doesn't like what you're doing, it doesn't matter to him what he does to you because it doesn't matter the consequences. There are no more consequences. Gotcha. And so if he wants to use your body for whatever purpose he wants to use your body for, however psycho the guy is, um, well, now that whole fighting thing comes into play. Uh, if you're in a situation like that, you have to be willing to kill that guy. Or you may die. Uh, or you become property. Uh, <laughs> and so That uh, means you're someone's bitch, right? Absolutely. Um yeah, and that's, you know, it's, uh, I want you now. Okay, yes, sir, here I am, I'll do whatever you want. And uh, people people who were, you know, shooting, uh, like, hitmen uh, on the street, um, well, if they're not willing to, uh, to put up inside, they end up doing things that, uh, well, you wouldn't expect somebody like that to do. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, those are very very real. Now where I was, and it was it was really funny because they had this PRIA thing. Um, they started it was, the PRIA stands for Prison Rape Education and Awareness, right? And they all of a sudden this this started about two or three years ago, where all of a sudden now we have this organization within prison that is going to help to stop all of this rape that's going on in prison. And we're all looking at each other like, okay, there isn't any rape going on in this prison whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And, but they want to sh- make us watch this movie, and then we all have to sign the paper that we saw the movie so that we're aware. And all of a sudden there's these, uh, your sexual rights are protected by law signs all over the place. And like, it, it, it was common. We're all laughing like, this is not even happening here. Like, well, you know. And then the next thing that happens is the, the, we had the dividers in the shower, and uh, all the dividers came out of the shower, and they put up these curtains that only covered up the midsection. So if you could look in the shower, you could see heads and feet, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure that nobody's doing it in the shower. Sure. And, uh, but th- it's not happening in, in this, you know. Every once in a while, you'll get, like, two gay guys together in a house, and they become a couple. Mm-hmm. But it, overall, it's just not happening. It doesn't, uh, uh, you know, everybody wants to go home. They don't mm-hmm. want to spend the rest of their life in there. Right. That, another thing that Jimmy said, you know, you can, you can start out with a one to three. And I've met guys that started out their bid with a one to three. And next thing you know, they're serving 25 to life. Oh, geez. Because that one to three, somebody pushed him. He got into a fight. They got into a fight in the bathroom. He hit the guy. The guy fell, hit his head on the toilet, and died. And he caught a body for that. And what does that mean? Caught a body. Uh, caught a body. It's, he killed somebody. Oh, okay. And, See, sometimes uh, you're yeah, using this lingo. Anytime you hear somebody who says they, they've got a body, that means that they were that, that somebody died in their case. Oh boy. Yeah. So and yeah, he was doing a one to three. You know, which means after two years, he's going home. But now. He's serving 25 to life. Because he caught a body. He may never go home. Yeah. Oh, man. Just for a, just for a silly incident. So it's, you know, you, you really got to be careful 
uh, you have to think, you, not only do you have to think for yourself, but you have to think for other people. Because the next guy might not be smart enough to figure out that this situation isn't worth it. Mm-hmm. And his emotions might go through the roof, and next thing you know, you're defending yourself uh, violently over nothing. Well, I'm going to need you to talk to the ramen boys. Yeah, we gotta we we gotta get this organized and uh, so that we all look out for each other. Yeah, because there's I'm planning on the ramen boys being mostly loose cannons, but then we band oh, together. Those, those are the best. Yeah, and yeah. you know, like I said, the, the, we're basing this upon uh, sharing our ramen soup with everybody. Yeah, and uh, those are the best. Those are the best kinds because guys who are looking for ramen soups, they're usually pretty much willing to do anything. Yeah, and, uh, it's delicious. Yeah. The ramen yeah, boys. Absolutely. I'm really excited about the ramen boys now. It may, it may be, you may have derailed my, my entire life now. One of my favorite ramen meals is one single chicken ramen soup. You take the ramen, you, you soak it in, in, in water with the, with the, um, the seasoning packet. Mm-hmm. You let it cook. Then you pour the water off. You add a can of tuna, uh, dice up some onion, a little bit of mayonnaise, a little bit of mustard, touch of garlic powder, touch of adobo, and uh, that's a fantastic little meal uh, in a pinch. Very cheap, too. That sounds good. I was going to, you know, it's funny, I'm glad you, because I was going to ask you to, to, to give us another recipe to sort of as a palate cleanser from the prison rape conversation. That was one. You I know, and on a high note. Also, you can substitute the... Um, the uh, tuna for uh, some fried octopus. Where you, they have fried octopus in prison? Sure. Okay. That's the craziest thing I've heard all night. Pul- pulpo, little cans of pulpo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. This is wild. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, that... I, I saw. I was like, wait, wait, pulpo. What is that? It's an octopus. Is it? You guys eat that? And it only took a couple of weeks, and that was a regular... Next thing you know, yeah. octopus crazy. <laughs> well, Scott, thank you so much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a break okay. and get ready for the band. Uh, but uh, Do some push-ups? I'm going to do some push-ups, probably work on, do some crunches. Sweet. I'm going to go to yeah, the... Yeah, abs with every workout. Go to the bar, is that it? I'm going to get... Uh, well, if you want to... If you wanna, uh, Get some money on the bar? That's doing pull-ups. Going to the bar is doing pull-ups. Yeah, I might do that. But, uh, you know, all of that's getting money. Yeah. And if you want to get that money, uh, you know, you can do that, too. I might might do that later, after the show. Yeah. Yeah, in the studio, Ken might get mad. No, yeah, that's definitely not cool. Yeah. You know, got to draw the line (laughs) somewhere. Well, thanks so much, Scott, and... uh, No problem. And, um... I I enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you next week. Awesome. And yeah, uh, cool. and I and I hope you're enjoying uh, as fascinating as it is and interesting to hear about uh, all this stuff. And I know uh, I know the listeners are, are are it's very interesting. We're all thrilled that you're uh, that you're not in there anymore. And hopefully you're you're enjoying uh, oh yeah enjoying and being uh, out and there. On, on the comments board, Danny D was right. That bar down the road from Otisville is closed down. Dan. Uh, well, Danny, Dan, Danny D, you know, we're all very worried. He's uh, 
He's one mattress tag away from being in Otisville, if you ask me. Oh boy! Well, if if you got to do time, that's a great place to do it. Well, we'll get him. You know, we'll get him in the ramen boys. We'll get him sorted out. Sure, we'll take care of him. Yep. All right. Thanks a lot, Scott. We'll hopefully we'll talk to you next week. Yep. All right. Have we'll a good week. All right. Take care, Dave. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. I think the band's gonna be here any minute. Falling stars. The number here is 201-209-9368. I think I gotta play some stone cold jams and then uh I'm gonna get what is it, get the money on the bar? I I'm gonna work out, I don't know. Can't wait to get ripped. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hello. Oh, you're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU, East Orange, WMFU, Mount Hope, in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online worldwide at WFMU.org. You just heard Inside by Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. Before that, Dusty Springfield with Take Another Little Piece of My Heart. I'm going to play a few more Stone Cold Jams, and then uh, we'll have Falling Stars on the program. The number here is 201-209-9368, whether you've been in prison or not. Though it would be my preference that you've been in prison, but we'll be right back. Oh, hello. It's Dave again. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU. You just heard the group with I Don't Like to Lose featuring Cecil Washington. Before that, new swears, I believe from Ottawa, Canada, with Comfortably Hungover. Ottawa, of course... Next town over from Merrickville, where Niels lives. Oh, where's Niels tonight? Hopefully he'll call him. Then before that, Grupo Sportivo with Girls Never Know. And I think we'll see if they're ready. Falling Stars is joining me now. Wait. The music from the crime blotter started, though. Which can only mean one thing. It started over. That's too intense. It's too intense. That's better. Oh, you guys should put headphones on. Yeah? So you can tell what's going on. Oh. They call those cans, right? Yeah, put the cans on. Okay. Joining me now. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool, yeah, it's man. Yeah, stereo. Yeah, get used to it. Falling Stars from Cleveland, Ohio. Three quarters of Falling Stars. Chris Allen, Dave Padrut. Did I pronounce that right? You did, thank you. I probably would have made it like really French. Padru. I wouldn't do that to you, but it would be fun. And Tim Parnon. Dave, how are you? Do you... I think... I don't know if I got the mic... Try talking to the microphone. You got to talk... 
get really up on those microphones to talk. Hello? Hello? Why isn't it working? This one's working pretty good. Wait a minute. This gone. Everything's gone haywire. Oh, uh, there we go. I fixed it. Talk now. Hello? Hello? Oh, that's working. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I'm a... a uh, I get a lot of complaints that this show's a little too slick. Was there, like, any training or anything when you started? Yeah, there was a lot of training. Not much of it rubbed off on me. Did you get, like, a certificate or anything? I just got keys to the building. Is there a cough button on this there? In case I have to... I know a lot of the pro studios have that where (laughs) you have a cough button and you press that. Yeah, we got rid of those. We were not into them. Okay. Um, No, just turn your head. Okay. Yeah, if you have to cough. Okay. Or just don't cough. That would be my guideline. But whatever, if you have to. It's hard, you know. It's really hard. It was really To concentrate on not coughing when I want to cough. Now it's all you can think about, probably. Probably everyone listening, too. The number here is 201-209-9368. You know, if you want to call just about anything. But first, we'll check in with the band. You guys are the the, uh, first band we've had in a few weeks, I think. Hey, why is that? I don't know. I'd have to check the log. There maybe was a band more recently. I just can't remember. It all just flies by. You guys are in town. You're playing tomorrow night. Where are you guys playing tomorrow night? We're at the Mercury Lounge, and it's an early show. So Over there on Houston. 6.30, it starts early. That's that's really early. That's a, that's a great time, though. It's going to be a good night because our Get friends uh, Valley Lodge are joining us on the boat. Oh, that's great. They have a hot sound. They're pretty sweet. Yeah, they have a hot sound. Well, it's a hot look too, really. I mean, that goes along with the sound. The whole, yeah. Well, yeah, the whole thing. Calculated, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, so Mer- Mercury Lounge at six thirty tomorrow. Early show. Early show. Come on, see these guys. Falling stars. Do you guys have a new album? Oh, we oh, do. It's, it's been out a couple months. Been out a couple months. Stranded in the future is the name of the record. What does that mean? Just so many things. I mean, space is so vast, really, Dave. I mean, how can you really... Uh, it's, do you leave it to interpretation or like the listener? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, like? real, it's real open to interpretation. Do you guys want candy? Because uh, Jen Braun from Pittsburgh gave me a... I think she sent it to me and James and Danny D. And do you have any jujubes? No, well, it's all, it's all chocolate-based. Oh, okay. Are you going to share it with those guys, or like you taking all of it? I'm going to take it all, because they didn't come in. So I'm going to take it. Well, I think we should, if we could, we could bring it to the show and hand it out. No. At the you merch board? You can't hand out candies to people. There's one of them, milk chocolate with mold wine. Yes, mm-hmm. I would like candy, please. You want to try that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Dave, dig in. I was kind of just wanted to save it, but go ahead. Have, open it. Well, I mean... No, no, go ahead. Let me know how it is. Hope you really enjoy it. <laughs> hey Dave, so how's this radio thing working out? Are you are you it's, like are you like a tastemaker? It's touch and go. I gotta <laughs> I gotta be honest. Really? Are you are you a tastemaker? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if anyone comes to see you guys tomorrow. Right. Do you get a lot of free tickets to shows for hosting this thing? Yeah, like, a lot of times I hang with the band. That's cool. Backstage and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was hanging out with. Uh, Hey, so were you in Canada this weekend? I was in Quebec, yeah, Quebec City. What was going on out there? I was just taking, just checking it out. It was freezing. Was it freezing in Cleveland? Like, 
freezing. Yeah, it was However it was freezing you think it was, it wasn't as cold there as it was in Quebec City, Canada. Well, give me a number. The, the, it was negative 25, like it felt like negative 25, they said. If you go outside, it'll feel like negative. It wasn't, but with the wind and all that. Uh, yeah. And chill factor, yeah. Like Dave, if you could make more noise with the uh, chocolate wrappers, that'd be helpful to me. <laughs> well, I mean, it gives it in my that, global audience. That's why people know that he's actually, you know, doing yeah. it. It's not it's like some sort thing. of. It's not like some sort of. No, bit. Did, did you get it open? Yeah. Did yeah. you eat any? Not yet. Let's eat get, some. Yeah, let's yeah. get. Let's get. It, it looks great. What do you think? Yeah. Dave? Is it really mm-hmm. good? Yeah. yeah. Have some. I am. You guys. <laughs> Oh, it's got like a crunchy aspect to it. Well, it's, and the wrap, wrapper's got a little bit of a Willy Wonka like magic ticket kind of foil look to it. I have to, to say, this easily the most. Uh, they're substantial candy bars, and then uh, the wrapping, and you smell it. You they kind of smell like mold wine, don't they? There's different flavors, and I admittedly gave you the one that it, I thought I would like least. Thanks, Dave, for sharing with me. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought they'd. This this guy. I thought they'd be all great, but I was like, that's probably not the best one. Have Dave open it. That smells pretty good. To let the bass player have at it. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I can be a real prick sometimes. Are you like a shock jock or no? That's pretty decadent. (laughs) I've been trying. I'm getting the sense you're kind of like a Mm, shock jock. I've been trying to. Get a drive time show like on one of the commercial outlets, <laughs> and I was hoping that this show would be sort of my jumping off point to, you know, Hot 97 or whatever the channel is. I don't even know. Uh, no callbacks or what's going on? Um. It- oh, Danny D, who's usually here, sent a, an emoji with a tear because he's not here to have candy. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You blew it, Danny. Yeah. That is good uh, chocolate. Yeah. It kind of has a, a spicy sweetness going on. I was going to say spicy sweetness, mm-hmm. yeah. But what about the crunchy? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got, you know, it's like the, uh, it definitely has that happening. The, uh, Did you try it, Tim? No, nah, I'm going to hold off until maybe after. Because I might get the hives. Yeah, he, really? might, he might start no, to itch. No, but I'm trying to make good radio. Oh, oh yeah. No, it's it, man. What, what else is in that box? More candy, chocolate, oh, okay. which is a kind of candy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, there's all sorts of... I don't want to open them all now. I mean, if we get through that, I'll open the second worst flavor. <laughs> and that is? We can work our way up. Yeah, no, there's a yeah. lot of it. And it. They're all great flavors, but there's like five more candy bars in here. Oh, man. That's but because I'm a grown man, I'm not really... I'm playing Which one seemed the most compelling to you? I and mean, this was the least. I'm glad you asked. Yeah. There is um, Hope uh, Crisp Gingerbread Bits Wrapped in Milk Chocolate. That sounds compelling. I wouldn't say it's the most compelling, mm-hmm. but it is more compelling than crunchy candy canes mixed in jar- dark chocolate. Yeah, now that, we're talking. That's you you want that? Now we're talking. Oh, see that sounds more like an accident at the plant to me. No, they're, they're adventurous. But still above mold wine, evidently. They're all delicious. I'm not I know it sounds like I'm like looking a gift horse in the mouth, 
mouth or in the mouth, but I think they're all great. I'm just saying my favorite ones that I'm most excited about is the milk chocolate caramel sea salt. Oh yeah. Or just milk chocolate. And then, but then there's also s'mores based one, crunchy graham crackers and minty mini marshmallow. That's weird. Minty mini marsh, oh they nuzzle in dark chocolate. Okay. So I didn't know they made, they, oh and those, that sounds good too. They all sound excellent. Um, you can't lose. I'm just saying like, I wasn't gonna break out milk chocolate caramel sea salt right away. Yeah. You had to build up. Well, yeah. Right. You, you that can't might lose. I feel like a winner already. That might be the fourth candy bar of the night that we eat when we get that to that <laughs> point. We're going to be up till 6 in the morning eating candy. It's going to be a Did you not silence your phone? I don't think that's me. That's me. I definitely did with mine. I'm a professional, Dave. I've, I'm I've done this before. Was that you, Dave? Okay. Was that bad etiquette or something? We get a fine from the FCC. If a, no, it's fine. It just means Dave has somewhere more important to be than here right now. No, it's not my phone. Oh, it's Dave the bass player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not just the bass player. Oh, is that a little background you. music you got going there? Yeah, when there's a lull, oh, I usually really? turn it up a little bit. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah. Well, let that, let that yeah. Play. You'll be using that button a lot tonight. <laughs> Yeah, when things get Wait. slow or just sort of fall flat, I turn up the background yeah, music yeah, I, I and that uh, sort of helps keep the show moving. Yeah, I know. Fills the gaps. No, but we should, uh, do you guys want to play a song? Oh, we'd love to. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, this is Falling Stars live. In st let's test out the axes. we got to do that. You're too loud. You gotta balance. He's good. You're a little loud. Give me a second. Let me do a little singer-songwriter like backdrop kind of, you know, like a like my feelings about it. Or should yeah. we skip that part? I can't stop you. <laughs> no, let's just have him play less, some leads instead. Heat. Yeah, a little less heat. Dave, have you ever, I know, I, Dave, have you ever participated in any singer-songwriters of the round before? Have I? Yeah. No, no one will let me do that because <laughs> of my rock look. No, right. I can't get in on those singer-songwriters in the round. What is that where you go in the round and then they're like, here, now you play one. Yeah, and then you play one, then they just, it, you know, like, I would say, like, I wrote this particular song about a girl that I broke up with. And then you might say uh, about babe, your song. Wow, that was great. You can really feel the pain in that song. That was sweet. No, no one, I never get invited to that stuff. I don't, I don't know why. I think you should, do you think it's, maybe it's because I don't, I don't know, seem sensitive enough to. I think people are intimidated by your radio personality. Probably, yeah, the larger than life thing that I have. Yeah. Probably, yeah, that's probably it. Uh, here, try, play, test the guitars again. Okay, now you do it, Chris. It's about right. I think that sounds pretty good. All right. Should we do Losing Without You? Or? Sure. That sounds or good. How about, uh, how about Let's that? do Losing Without You. You want to do that one? 
that one. All right. Ready? All right. Long. This is Falling Stars in the popular stripped down format. Lonely weight of the world crashing down, nothing left for her. Counting the rays of the sun through a window pane, the wall had just begun. Her heart had just been won. This is for the ones that don't belong. Father never had December, never was. You can call on me, call on me just because. Father lonely, lonely, keep in touch. Top down, the rain came in, took her hand. Hook the turn, the sun came out and she just laughed. Endless day on the run, nothing and no one. Chasing the sun down See the day Faded like a photograph Take her Life to understand The words she never said Sounds filled the air Soldier on horseback block the square letter she had in her hand the day before left on the bed that she never said it was for ones that don't belong father never had tender never was You can call on me, call on me just because For the lonely, lonely keep in touch For the lonely, lonely keep in touch Nice. Hot sound. What's that one called? It's called Lonely Keep in Touch. From Stranded in the Future. That's it. The debut album by Falling Stars. Yeah, we'll be rocking that to Mercury tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow at 6.30. Yep. I'm checking. The the, uh, message boards are into it. Really blowing up. Yeah. So I I asked them how it sounds out there, too, because they... I can only hear it in the headphones. 
Oh, you mean out in the in the real world? Yeah, out in the, yeah. you know, from Kearney, New Jersey to Cambodia, oh. all over that's global. Pretty much, that's pretty much everywhere then. Yeah, basically the two. Uh, hey, so this Valley Lodge. It's really, it's really about where it doesn't reach at this point, you know. Yeah, basically. No, it's everywhere. It's global. The internet, man. This is live, though, on uh, F's regular terrestrial radio. Right on. People driving in cars and such. Tomorrow night, Falling Stars are playing at Mercury Lounge on Houston Street in Manhattan. Hey, does Valley Lodge have anything planned tomorrow? Oh, yeah, we'll fun? be there tomorrow. Oh, that's we'll cool. be there tomorrow. That's our, this will, it's, the a, it's our second gig with Valley Lodge. Yeah, I'm a fan. I like those. Guys. Yeah, well, it's a hot sound. What did you? When did you guys get into town? Today? Like at nine o'clock? Yeah. Yeah, about nine o'clock ago. tonight. Yeah. Oh, you just drove in tonight? Oh yeah, to see you. Oh, wild. Yeah, for you. What? What did you do? Uh, you just drove straight here, from Cleveland? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Hey, nice view over there. Oh, in New York? No. Of New York, yeah, Jersey yeah. City. Yeah, oh Jersey. yeah, Jersey City. Jersey City, you couldn't ask for a... It's like, it's it's the crown jewel of New Jersey, a lot of people say. That's nice. I mean, I'm surprised Bruce hasn't written a song about Jersey City at this point. He's I mean, that would be a... Intimidated. I would think, you know? <laughs> yeah, he can't... He can't... Bruce Springsteen is limited in his poetry, and he can't, you know... Yeah, he can rattle off some crap about Asbury Park, yeah. But try uh, summing up this paradise in a couple verses. It can't be done. Yeah, I mean, not even three. Not by immortal. <laughs> I think you could do it. I could probably do it, yeah. But I don't know. What do you guys have? And then, then what do you guys... Is this a, like a, a, a surgical strike? And then you go back to... Uh, yeah, we're hitting Cleveland. and we're running, and we're doing a uh, show in Cleveland at the Music Box on Thursday. This Thursday, that's mm-hmm. Thursday, the twelfth, the eleventh. That's correct. I'm a bit of like a calendar whiz. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's going to be a, a great week of rock and roll. Yeah. And um, how did you? What What did you guys drive up here? Where? How? Like when? how in a car? Or did you get yeah, like, like one a, of those rock vans? No, we just a car like on the highway with tires and stuff. Where yeah, you? we wanted to look like regular folk when we came into town. We didn't want to look like big shots. Can you give me a ride? Yeah, absolutely. Where are you guys staying? Uh, somewhere in Midtown, a uh, hotel that we found. You got a hotel? We got a hotel. Yeah, things are going well for us. Oh, yeah, wow. our publicist set it up. That's sweet. Midtown, huh? Yeah. yeah, our travel guys took care of that. That's pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. It's pretty do, you, do you park on site, or will you just leave it on the street? We have people I'm, that do that for us. We don't even have to. We don't even have to deal with that anymore. That's I how big time it is. Careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be really careful. That's all I can say about that. And then your drummers, he's coming in tomorrow. Yeah, Jerry's coming in Jerry from Porter. LA. Yeah. No, I think he's in San Lucia. Oh, no, that's right. He's oh, in San, San Lucia. Lucia. Yeah, he's he vacationing. Asked, he asked what is it? Is he Keith Richards or something? He asked me to pack him a winter coat because he's coming from the Caribbean. It's cold, man. How cold well, How cold is it right now in Jersey City? Let's have a look. It's part of my show. Most of my show is normally supposed to be weather. It's uh, 
doesn't say. What's you, you better play some of that background music, buddy. Yeah, there's a real low. I don't even have it set up. I could spin this top that's here, Dave. Would that be doing again? That's a dreidel. What's that have mean? Some, have some know. respect. I don't even it's know It's not a that top. Means. It looks like a top. It's a kind of top, sure. But it's not. What happened to the... Hey, you want to play a track from the record? Wait, no. I don't know what's going on. I can't get the music to play. Something's gone horribly wrong. Dave's digging back into that chocolate. Hey, you know. I'm starting to feel... I'm playing music. I'm trying to pull up a track. But now... I might have to switch uh, my whole operation. We should play a track. Would, but what track should I play? Should we play Another Wrong Way Out? Yeah, Another Wrong Way Out. That's pretty hot wax right there. We could play some reggae in the meantime if you want. I don't know why it's so... Oh, I know what the problem is. No, this is a large, largely reggae. I was playing reggae earlier. Okay. Because... Oh, man. Sorry, I don't really know how this stuff works here very well. Um, what's Wait, what song should I play? Uh, another Wrong Way Out. Another Wrong Way Out. Did I do this? Something's... Oh, man, this is, this is like a... This is really awkward. Because, uh... Let's, let's see what I did here. Yeah, I mean... Wait, wait, this is what we gotta do. Ing Dave, Ing Dave, you gotta call in right now. This is <laughs> imperative. Why, is he a tech guy or something? No, no. He's, he rips sweet, so he probably can't do it this late because his mom's asleep. But, uh, it'd be cool if he did. Oh, well. I don't know if he's gonna. Alright, let me, let me get this going. I don't know, I've done something horribly wrong. As usual, let's see if I got this fixed. Oh, I. Th- you want to hear Hawkwind? No, I thought we were gonna play. <laughs> we did listen to Hawkwind the whole way up here. Did you really? Yeah, that makes. Wait, what song should I play from the, from the debut album from Falling Stars? So he's e- eating chocolate. Oh, not wrong way out. Yeah. What's that about? Um. Pretty much about like what the other songs are about. It's talking about time travel and chicks and whatnot. Those are the best two topics. Yeah. If you're gonna have topics for songs, especially if you combine them like we did with this one. This one is about time travel and chicks. Yeah. And it's well, it's, it's set in, at a roller coaster um, theme park, Cedar Point specifically. But. Right. I guess anything goes with you guys. <laughs> I guess so. Just give it a shot. All right. This is Falling Stars. From Stranded from the Future. They're here with me live in studio. This is from their album. It's called Another Wrong Way Out. That's, you know. Good job, Dave. Sometimes I back announce them, but other times not. That was Another Wrong Way Out by Falling Stars. They're here with me live in studio. Hey, guys. Hey, Dave. Hello. Dave, thanks for Chris. Dave and Tim. Jerry's coming in from St. Lucia tomorrow, I guess. They're going to play it. Mercury Lounge. Do you guys want to break out another uh, another 
Well, you, we could play Silver Machine. Dave wanted me to play Silver Machine by Hawkwind for the we, other guys. Why don't we close the show with the Hawkwind? We could do that. Should, should we play out to Hawkwind? That would be, yeah, that's what I would suggest. Hey Dave, is that a good compromise? I think that's something that we should do all the time. I mean, that should be a daily kind of no-brainer, right? Yeah. Let's do it. So should we play another, like, yeah. plug track? It is live to answer uh, just some dude in the chat room. This is live like a goddamn hurricane. The phone is ringing. Hey, Chris. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, it's Dave Windor. Oh, Dave. What's up, man? How's it going? How are you? Good, how are you? Good. Happy New Year. Yeah, you too. Woo-hoo. Guys, this is Dave Windor from Monster Magnet. I don't know if you have you can hear I've in your headphones. Him, yeah, I've seen you a bunch of times. I saw you at Peabody. You got to talk closer oh. into the mic. Oh, Peabody. Hey, Dave, I, I, I remember like we to... played a show there where I didn't even sing. And I you had, had like some guy from a local band <laughs> sing. Because I was a... so completely screwed up that I couldn't sing. I was like not sick. I was like the other kind of sick. Oh. And, uh, and this guy goes, I know all the songs. I was like, how bad could it be? I watched it and I found out how horrible. Oh, there's still people that say like that's the worst thing I've ever seen. Wait, so they you think it was me? <laughs> you were like backstage or something, just peeking in? No, I I crawled in there. My voice was totally shy. I was just like stayed up for weeks, you know, and just partying and stuff, and I just couldn't sing. And uh, this guy said he was he would sing it. And I didn't want to lose the money from the show. You know, you know, <laughs> you need the money, so. Um, he did it. He knew all the words, but I think he choked or something. I crawled in there about three songs in because I just couldn't leave it alone. Oh, so sleeping on you top. rallied. Did you give him? Did you throw him like a twenty for singing the first three songs? You know, I, he was happy to do it. That's that's the thing. He was like completely happy to do it, like it was a big shot or something. And, um, <laughs> and oh man. And then I had to like even crawl out even lower. Oh, I, I caught it. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Professionalism. Sorry, man. I'm starting the New Year's off. It's crawl. all right. We're in the we're in the safe harbor. Oh, did you really had, catch it right there? I had to call for two reasons. One, you guys are talking about Hawkwind, and I think you should just keep talking about Hawkwind. You know. Oh yeah, Dave's a big Hawkwind never, fan. Never a bad thing to talk about Hawkwind. Well, Dave, Dave Padrett here is a huge Hawkwind fan, and, and Dave Padrett, you're now on with Dave Windorf. Hey, uh, Dave. Oh, hey. One of the biggest Hawkwind, maybe the biggest Hawkwind fan I know. I've got a, we've got a Dave trifecta going here. and It is pretty sweet. There, there's nothing like Hawkwind. I mean, nothing. There oh, was yeah. nothing before Hawkwind like it, and there's nothing after Hawkwind like it. What's, you know what I mean? It's what? like, well, Hawkwind. They got us all the way through Pennsylvania, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Space ritual uh-huh. all the way across Pennsylvania. It was beautiful. What's the name? Who is the girl that dances, used to dance naked in Hawkwind? Stacia. That's a good move. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I saw that. I really? Like 13 years old, and I was at the Academy of Music on 14th Street when they played Space Ritual. Okay, New American played Space Ritual. Oh. And I had front row seats with my feet up on the fed runway. They had like the old burlesque, like, like three runways with um, light bulbs attached to them. 
and Stacia came down completely covered in black light paint, totally nude. And it was like, I, it changed my life. That's what made me get in the band, that and the Ramones. That'll do it. I couldn't believe what I saw. It was like everything a 13-year-old kid wants. Space rock plus naked girl. What else, you know, what else do you need? It was, and, and there's own way that show was like more punk rock than any punk rock show I ever saw afterwards. It was insane. Just a giant assault, like strobe lights. They had strobe lights on stage pointed at the audience. <laughs> you know, That's like that kind move. of thing. Awesome. Well, you, yeah, you just come down here and next time uh, Dave Padrett from, from uh, Falling Stars here, you guys, you guys could have a... Uh, a hawk wind off. Dave, you know, we know what happens when you do have the hawk wind off. Nobody else is around after you're done. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's just like these two guys and everybody else leaves. <laughs> sure, it's a sure room clearer. You know, like, girls go first. <laughs> girls leave first. As I you, like it. As you, like, go over, like, the, the fifth version of born to go or something like no no this Lemmy's like really good on this one I don't know he's, he's kind of like laying off on the other one I like the way Dave Anderson plays that bass better oh man you're not kidding I mean about the the, the room clearing effect of this <laughs> <laughs> there's only one there's only one band that could do it worse and it's Jethro Tull oh yeah where do you stand on Triumph. We were talking about Triumph last week, and all you guys can weigh in on this. Rick one. Emmett, man, he. Yeah, I mean, like that. I'm a fan. There's nothing wrong with Triumph. I saw him. I saw him. He played in New York when I was a kid. I saw him. I didn't. I wasn't a big fan Triumph guy. Do you know what I didn't realize about Triumph? I didn't because after we were talking about him on the show last week, and so I went home, as I vowed, I went home that night and I went down a Triumph wormhole. After it was up late, the drummer sings way too much in that band. That can be a problem, yeah. Uh, um, well, not, so they had what, like shared lead vocals, or he just yeah. singing along with? No, no, uh, he's like he sings like on Allied Forces. The drummer sings the first song. You don't come out of the gate like that. And he's the lead on the first song. So I don't remember that. I'm being... not knocking drummers singing but when you have two lead singers i always thought of rick emmett as the voice of triumph but the drummer guy giles well they're probably something. still battling it out i mean did they ever have like a radio song or someone to finally say like well that must be the singer or was it always a radio song how much time do you got dave they had fight the good fight they had um but fight, fight, the good, it, fight the good fight to me is like the, the, the quintessential radio they jam. They had that, and then... Uh, Lay it on the line. And then... Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they're Canadian, right? Yeah, what's the oh, name Oh, yeah. From? They're from, they're from uh, Mississauga, I think. Ontario, I believe. Well, I, South I side. imagine those guys were probably battling it out. You know, when you get two singers in a band, you know there's got to be something going on. Well, that's why Rick Emmett left to focus on jazz for a time. Really? But we can't go down a triumph wormhole right now. We only have 13 minutes left. You know, one more thing, Dave. No, I don't want to spoil your party about tomorrow night. Ali Lodge is playing. Friends are playing. Everybody's playing. It's great. But there's other shows coming up this year. Oh, there are, I know. Yes, there are. Monster Magnet. 
Mm-hmm. With a new band called Painted Doll. That's right. March 29th, Music Hall of Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. March 30th, Starland Ballroom. That's going to... You do know about it. Oh, yeah. I checked the listings. I got them I'm burned not sure on the if, brain. If you're actually kind of cheating here by being in all these bands. Are well, you going to start like three bands between now and the gig? So you're like... Every week you've got a different gig. I don't have time because I'm starting a new street gang called... Uh, no, it's a prison gang, actually, called the Ramen Boys. <laughs> so that's really cutting into my band. Did you hear earlier in the show when Scott, who just got out of Otisville Prison? No, I just I got in late. I didn't hear it. So I just, well, he'll, he'll be calling back uh, next week, hopefully. But uh, Is that your buddy? Now, yeah, I mean... He gave us ramen recipes from prison that you don't even have to be in prison to enjoy. And then uh, we learned other stuff as well. But yeah, uh, if, you, if, you, if you distill if you ramen and some sort of cleaning fluid, it's, a, it's like a get high thing in prison, too. So the ramen has many different. Okay, we're, we're going to run a check on that. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, don't run a check on it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> That's a, I'm questioning that one, Dave. Um, well, Dave, we we gotta we gotta get the okay, band no. to, to play a couple more jams before I get okay. kicked out of here. Nice meeting you guys. Good nice meet you, Dave. Thanks for calling, Dave. And uh, I'll Thank talk you, to you soon. And I'll see you March 29th at Music Hall of Williamsburg. Yeah. March 30th at Starland. Mm-hmm. I'm a regular Joe Franklin with the plugs. You are. I'm almost too good at it. Well, you just dial it back a little. Right? Yeah, yeah. People Spl- can't accept that much quality all at once. Split the difference. Cheers, all right, Dave. Right. Thanks care. a lot, Dave. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right, bye bye. What? Should we go right into it, buddy? Yeah, I'm gonna put these calls on hold, and maybe we'll grab them quick at the end. Um, yeah, lay lay it on the line. This is Falling Stars. They're playing tomorrow night. Mercury Lounge. Together we'll start revolution Birds that we'll find in the sun I am nothing without you I kept a town to be When up forever I'm losing Losing without you Together we'll start He's on the night stand Songs that we'll sing Of a love built to last I am nothing without you I can't pretend to be When I'm forever I'm losing Losing without you And how and no one watching us Singing the words found in the sun Nothing without you I can't pretend to be A winner forever I'm losing Losing without you Losing without you 
That's the stuff. I added reverb to the vocals, then it was on my vocals there. That's losing without you. That's the hit. And my, you know, my that's just my favorite from the record. But they're all they're all great. I I think the rest of it's filler. That's really the only real song. I didn't want to say it, but yeah, you know what I mean. You know, just that's the the rest of the songs are scaffolding. Yeah, around that holds it up. I mean. You can't just put out a one-song album. Nobody does that, really. Though, arguably, a lot of people do at the same time. Right. If you know... I mean, arguably... uh, Not to bring up Allied Forces again. Right. But uh, should we see what these calls are? Or we can't... Let's do a lightning round in the event that these are on topic. If they're not... But we got to get another jam before you go and then we gotta play a little Hawkwind on the way out for you and Dave Dave Brock wait, Dave Windorf D- yeah. wait who's Dave Brock the lead singer of Hawkwind oh yeah well, the, the backbone of Hawkwind I heard that guy's all hands <laughs> hello you're on the air hello why, why can't I hear the phone hello we lost him Hello, you're on the air. Hello, is this Dave Hill? Yeah, who's calling? Dave, this is Outlaw Pete of the Outlaws, and you gotta... Your number's up, brother. Oh, man, this is the last thing I need. Yeah, you got a scarlet letter on your head. It's gonna be me, and Outlaw Jimmy, and Outlaw Fred, and Outlaw Sue, and then Outlaw Fred number two, and we're coming for you. What's this, this guy talking about? When Scott, who, Scott uh, from Long Island, who was in Otisville Prison, he mentioned the di- three different gangs in the prison, one of whom, I can't remember their name, but they were like the, in, in the prison. What are the version. outlaws? Yeah, but you're not, they're not called the outlaws in prison. It's called something no, else. That, and I that's said... That's where you're mistaken. I we said are that. called the outlaws, and we're going to have an old-fashioned shootout at the, <laughs> at the old West Town, and it's going to be a duel, All brother. Right. So you better bring your pistol, and okay. you better right. not bring turn it on. yellow. Okay. Bring it on. We got to get it. We're the outlaws. <laughs> What's up with that guy? Oh man. Well, all right. We, we'll call back next week. We, I'm going to have it out with you. The answer is yes. I'm. I'm. I'm named after the. <laughs> <laughs> It was one of the outlaws. Yeah, I mean, it sounded legit to me. It sounded... Well, I mean, Scott was legitimately saying that there is... I didn't... He said the outlaws are like the Hell's Angels. And I was like, well, they got to be jokers compared to the Hell's Angels. And So the concern was that I might have a hit on me for saying that on the air. Oh, really? Which I guess I do. But let's... let's what do you think? Can we play another album track or should we do it here? Um, that's your call. I think we should rip a rip a uh, a live cut. Why not? Yeah, We're rip here. a live cut. Right. Down do? and out in Ohio, man. Really? Is it yeah. under five minutes? Oh, yeah, it's, it's two yeah. minutes. Two, oh, it's perfect. the shortest song on the record. Oh, All great! Right. This Ready? is Falling Stars yeah. from Cleveland, Ohio. Mic check. 
Bathe the interstate By backyard Round the fence and count the cars Underneath the stop Till high, so slow Never knowing which way to go But I, I didn't know we were down and out in Ohio Gunny after school Me and Jennifer Ducks that we had had Love loving Need of a marching band Kissing high Feeling low Never knowing we We were on our way Yes, Falling Stars. Thank you. Thanks, Down and Out in Ohio. Yeah, that's the track. That's the track. Hot Sound. Right. We have a couple, a minute and a half left. What, what track? Uh, oh, no. Oh, that Number three? On CD1. CD1. Okay. Hey, so you can go to uh, fallingstars.net. Yeah. That's where you can like, check out the record. Fall, you guys have a website. Yeah. We, All we, right. You know what? We... Dot net. Oh. I had you know, I, I had parked uh falling stars dot biz hoping to bilk you guys for all you worth. So go to fallingstars.net for all the uh, contemporaneous band info. It's fallingstars.net. Yeah. And at falling stars USA on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for listening. This has been the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU East Orange. WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockin' Connie 91.9 FM and online worldwide at WFMU.org My thanks to Falling Stars Go see him tomorrow at Mercury Lounge Thanks to Jen Braun in Pittsburgh for the delicious chocolates I really did like the mulled wine one Wasn't sure I would Did you try it? I didn't try it and um, I'm very excited about the rest of them. And uh, I might give Danny D some. We'll see. Um, Thanks, what else do I have to say of great importance? That about covers it, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty Thanks sweet. to Scott on Long Island for uh, sharing his stories of Otisville. And uh, thanks to you, the lovely listener. We'll see you next week.